Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, bless the Lord, everybody. Bless the Lord. This is a day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, you are live now with the Word on Wednesday. I'm Pastor Winfred Burns, and we are going to dive right into Galatians chapter 6. After a, a word of prayer, uh, we're going to get right at it. So let's just pray. Eternal God, our Father, it's in Jesus' name that we come to say thank you. God, how we bless you and how we praise you, how we magnify your name. For you are good, and your mercy endures forever. Father, tonight as we go into your word, we pray that you would be our teacher, that you, O oh God, by your spirit, would speak to us individually and collectively. Speak into the deep places of our heart and cause your word to take root and grow and produce fruit. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I need to, knock some, I need to get some stuff out of the way. First of all, um, for those of you out there that are on Blog Talk Radio, the guest call-in number, is 929-477-2304, 929-477-2304. That's one thing. Second thing, I need you all who are on Facebook Live to press your share buttons. There are people out there that want to get this word, and what we need to do is we need to make sure that they know that we're teaching now. There are times when people say, well, hey, how you doing? Um, there are times when people are asking me, well, what time do you come on? And you know, I didn't get an alert or I didn't get a notification. I'm not that savvy with technology, so I need you guys to help me with that um, because I, I barely know how to work the DVD player. Okay, So all this new stuff, it, it befuddles me. Third thing, I got this camera sideways, and I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to fix all of this stuff even with the camera. And so, the, for, especially for the folks that are on Facebook Live, um, you're writing stuff, and I can read upside down, but I can't read sideways. So when you put your questions in, if I miss them or if you see my head go way over here trying to read them, it's because... I'm trying to see what's on that screen, and I'm going to do the best I can. Okay, that's it. Now, in order to really put tonight's lesson into focus, um, I need to move over to, I need to have you open up your Bibles to Matthew, the 7th chapter. So open your Bibles to Matthew 7. 
And I know some of you got those fancy phones where you got the, you know, you you are you don't flip pages, you flip your finger and you know get right to it and all that kind of stuff. And just, I'm I'm old fashioned. I still like my books, and I don't think I'm going to change anytime soon because I got this thing about me and paper, and I just like paper, greens, and all of that. Okay, M- Matthew chapter seven, verse fifteen. And by the way, I announced it earlier, we're not going to finish tonight, okay? We're not going to finish chapter 6. It just won't happen. Um, here, Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. Let's start. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. That's Jesus speaking over in Matthew. Now, go back to Galatians chapter 5, and I'm going to start reading at verse 19. And this is going to tie everything together. You see, one of the things about Bible study is the, the interconnectedness of scripture. Scripture will support scripture. Scripture will never contradict scripture. That's like saying God's going to say one thing at one time and then say something different that contradicts what he said earlier. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And that's why I reach over into Matthew to hear what Jesus is saying. So now you see what Paul is saying, and Paul is basically going to say the same thing in, in in Acts, I mean, excuse me, in Galatians chapter five, but then and, and but then he's going to carry it on in uh, Galatians chapter six. Okay, so Galatians chapter five, verse. Um, let's start at verse nineteen. Now remember, it concludes with you'll know a tree by the fruit it bears. A, a good tree can't give bad fruit, but a bad tree can't give good fruit. Remember that part now. It says, the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgy, and the like I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. These are the works of the flesh, the fruit of the flesh. And what did Jesus say? A bad tree will be cut down. What is Paul saying? They will not inherit the kingdom of God. A bad tree will know, will have its life taken from it. But what, keep going. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature and its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying one another. So the fruit of the Spirit is what will inherit the kingdom. That which comes from good is good. And so if the source, the tree, gives good fruit, it eternal it, it it is indicative of a person who will inherit eternal life, but more than that, this now leads us into chapter six. Chapter six starts out, and I'm gonna start reading with with uh at six one, and I'm gonna show you a lot of stuff. Um I don't know how far I'm gonna get into six, but I'll show you some things because one of the things that, that chapter five tells us is that we will produce fruit, the, the, the fruits of the Spirit. We will produce abundant fruit, okay? But those of us who are free, we are free to produce. But once we produce, then what? Once we gain this freedom, then what? Because Paul has the five saying, for freedom Christ has set you free. Okay, so now what? Let's get at it. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself, or you may or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Let's stop there. When we are in step with Christ, when we recognize that the spiritual empowerment that we have and we are producing fruit by the power of the Spirit, when we're walking in our freedom, one of the things that it, it does is it tells us that we ought to share. Now, throughout chapter 6, that's going to be, or the first half of chapter 6 anyway, what we are free to do is we are free to share. And here it says we are free to share in the restorative process of a brother or sister who is in error. Let me show you how I got there, okay? Let me move my notes around a little bit. It says, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin. Now, the the word picture here is it basically says if somebody falls by the wayside, if someone is defeated, if someone lives a life where they are missing the mark, if they fall into some kind of fault, if there is some type of lapse of judgment, if they purposely or uh, step over, if they are in error, if they are wrongdoing. That's what it means when it says caught in a sin. If someone is caught in a sin, and this is not talking about just the, the willful sin. No, no, that's, that would be a transgression. But instead, 
if someone is making a mistake or has been deceived and 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 is now living incorrectly, living a life that is not pleasing to God. It says, you who who live by the Spirit, you who are spiritual, and that, what that means is you who are following or who are in step with God's Spirit, okay, who are empowered by God's Spirit should restore, restore. What does it mean to when he says restore? It, that, that word that he, that's used is is basically like when you're resetting a broken limb or you are mending, helping that person mend his life, uh, if you are getting him or her back into position, Okay, it's helping to steer him in or him or her into a position where they are now walking along the path of righteousness, where they are now following hard after God's spirit. So, what what are you saying here? Okay, let's let uh, one more scripture. One more scripture should restore that person. And look at look at look at what he says gently. Restore that person gently. Now, sometimes we get in the habit of just fussing and pointing our fingers and judging and condemning, but that's not that, that, that's not what Paul is calling for here. Restore that person gently, and and the work that he's painting there is not uh, brother so and so or sister so and so. I, I, I'm making a suggestion that you 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 might want to think about stopping that. No, the gentleness that he calls for here is a person who has strength, who shows the power of God, but he does it in a meek and humble way. So, the best picture that I can think of is. He does it with firmness. He does it with conviction. He does it in by the power of the Holy Spirit. But in moving that person or or resetting that person, if if, if somebody got to reset a bone in your body and help you get back into place, you want them yanking on you and all that kind of stuff. You want them to do it and get the thing back in place, get it back in a hurry, but with as little pain as possible. I think the the word that I'm, the the picture that I'm looking for is you want a person with a a a, 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 a the grip of steel but the touch of velvet. So you want it has to be done firmly, but it has to be done softly. That's that's what I wanted. It's I think this is an iron hand with a velvet glove uh, or with a velvet glove on it. That's what he's saying when he talks about restoring. Someone to put get them back into their place in God firmly, quickly, but gently. And then it says, is watch out for yourselves. Yeah, let me see. But watch yourself for you 
also may be tempted. It means that you keep your eye on yourself while you're doing this, lest you get become entangled in a sin, lest you get entangled in the mess that you think that you're trying to get guide them out of it. You see, it all starts with you knowing yourself and your capabilities and the things that tempt you, the, the test that you failed. There are certain things that I don't go around. Why? Simple. Because they're temptation. It's like if I'm trying to tell a person that who on Weight Watchers, for example, and they're in the gluttony, and they're eating themselves silly, okay, and I'm trying to get them to a place of health by, by speaking with them and saying to them, you know, uh, man, you know, let's go for a walk or, or, or let's do this or let's do that, something that's healthy. And I go up in the smorgasbord with them. Now you know that I'm going to yield to that temptation. And before you know it, I'm sitting right there with that joker, whoever he is that I'm trying, that I think that I'm trying to re- help him be restored to a proper place, and I'm matching him plate for plate. Why? Because I like to eat, and I've yet to overcome the, 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 the fact that I can do some damage to, 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 to a smorgasbord. Yes, I can. So I try not to go into those places. That's a weakness of mine. So I have to consider what I do as, as, because I know who I am, what, you know, as they say, things that have defeated me. So what you saying? You know, there are certain things that you're just not qualified to get, help people get out of. So what I can do in, in the instance where it's a brother that's suffering from gluttony, I can pray for him from a distance but not in the restaurant. No, 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 no. I can't run with him like that. And there are places that you, you can't go. There are situations that because of who you are and the things that defeat you that you can't help anybody with. As a matter of fact, you might need some help with them yourself. And so what he's saying is watch out for yourself. Consider yourself lest you're also tempted. And the weakness and the evil within you is exposed. Then it goes on. Cause now, again, since we are free, since we are empowered, since we are in step with God, then the thing that we are supposed to do is share with one another or share and restore. Share in the restorative process as best we can. Let's keep going. It says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this, and I'm at verse 2 now, carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Let's turn over to um, Matthew 22. What is the law of Christ? Matthew 22. Turn over. I'm looking for time. knew I wasn't going to be able to finish this whole chapter tonight. Excuse me. Matthew chapter 22. 
fonts is changing because pages are trying to stick together. Matthew 22, verse 36. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So, what he's saying to fulfill the law of Christ, to fulfill the law of Christ, we have to share in carrying the assisting a person who has a burden. Burdens. What are burdens? Difficult problems. Weights. When a person is is struggling with something in their life that you can assist them with. We show our commitment because love is commitment, by the way. We show our commitment to them, not by walking away from them and leaving them in the state that they're in, but because we're following the Spirit of God God has led us into a position and equipped us to assist, then we assist them. We share the burden with them. Now, because that's the principle of Christ. That's the law that he gives us, that we love our neighbor as ourselves. So if we love... if were we are we gonna leave ourselves in a bad spot? Are we gonna do? Do we want someone to come along and assist us when we're struggling? You know, I remember my brother. My brother James was telling me something before he passed away, and he was at the time he was on he was on a cane, and one side of his body was weakened from strokes. And he was telling me, he said, yeah, man, I had to help this lady bring her grocery home. I went to the store today, and this lady, I saw her struggling with this bag. And so I came along, and I helped her with her bag. And I'm sitting there thinking, how can you help her with a bag when you could barely walk yourself and you got a bag and a cane? And I even asked her, I said, oh, boy, you ain't helping nobody with no bag. You can barely walk yourself. He said, she got on one side of that bag. I got on the other side of that bag. I put that cane in this hand right here and slipped that my bag under my arm because I ain't had that much, and we just struggled together. And when I read that passage, that's what I saw. I saw him with the little strength that he had and the lady with the little strength that she had and him on that stick just figuring out a way to give assistance to somebody because he was such a godly man that he wasn't going to leave her there. He loved her, and he was committed 
to the fact that this lady had someplace to get to, and he still had a little strength left to help her get there. That should be the testimony of Christians everywhere, that with whatever we have, wherever the Spirit of God leads us to, that we will not leave a person in the, who is struggling with whatever their difficulty is without imparting something to them that helps them move along. So then he changes because he starts out saying that we have to share what we have by restoring those who are walking wrong. We share the burdens of others. And then he moves on to, he says, because that's the way you fulfill the law of Christ, by the way. If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Each one should test his own actions. Then he could take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. For each one should carry his own load. Now, wait a minute. Didn't you just tell us that we would share in everybody else's burdens? Okay, let's let's break that down because you know now that that make you scratch your head because you just said share with somebody else, but then you're saying everybody carry their own stuff. But if I'm unable to carry my own stuff, then somebody's supposed to come along and help me. Okay, I got that part. But then what he's saying is that when you look at this, um, he says, first of all, let's start with, if anyone thinks they are something, that, that basically says if a person is acting in an insolent manner, if a person walking around, who is, it's a person, the word that you use here, is a person who mistreats other folk for their own pleasure, a person who walks around and makes himself bigger than he actually is so he could put other folk down. If you are, that's what that, that, that phrase, think they something, you know, smelling yourself, not being the person that God has called you to be, but instead you're faking. He says, if anyone thinks they are something when they are not, when, and, and the best way to describe this is, if you walking around here with your nose up in the air and you ain't and you no count, that's what we just call oh no count Negro. Okay, if that's who you are, just no count ain't nothing to you. You're a fraud. You're a phony. You you walk. You, you it's a play act. He says you deceive yourself. What does that word deceive yourself mean? It means that you are living in the land of fantasy. You caught up in your own mind, and the only person that does not know that the emperor does not have any clothes on is you, because folk are seeing right through you. God looks and sees right through your act. You are deceiving yourself. You're not deceiving nobody else. Each one should test their own actions. Each one should look at how he is acting. Each one should look in the mirror and see himself as he actually is, not being not how he thinks he is, caught up in his mind, you know, 
I remember, I, and I still, I'm still like this. I think I'm taller than I am. The sticks say one thing when I get up and measure myself, but in my mind, in my mind, I'm seven feet tall. Now, you know, and and when I was in school and and still playing ball, there were times when I would, you know. I got no business being in the hole, being down low where the centers play, where the big guys at. I need to be outside where the little guys at. But there were days when I would be filling my Wheaties and I'd go down and get out of position and call for the ball down low. And all these guys just sitting there waiting, salivating, saying, if this little joker come in here hollering for the ball, I'm going to throw that ball out the gym. Because in his mind, he done lost his mind if he thinks that I'm going to let him score on me. There's a lot of people like that. They just they think they're something that they're not. Test your actions. Test and see what you really are and how you're really acting. Are you acting in line with God's spirit? Or are you just lying to yourself because... You're saying one thing, and your fruits say that you're something else. And here's, here's a quick way you can catch real quick. What are you producing? What, is it, what did that passage in Matthew say? You'll know a tree by the fruit it bears, right? So if your life is not filled with love, peace, joy, gentleness, long-suffering, all the fruits of the Spirit, if you're always in a hateful state, if you're always bringing about contention in hell, if you don't have no peace, if there is no joy in your life, if the manifestations of of the sinful nature, your flesh, the nature that you died from, is still manifesting in your life, you don't flunk that test. And there needs to be a period of repentance. That's right. And there needs to be some dying. There needs to be some things that you are doing that you reckon dead. There needs to be a time when you see all them weeds in your yard, you go get you some weed be gone, you get you some trox vegetation killer, because those are not the things that you want to grow in the garden of your life. What you want to do is you want to go and take that stuff to the cross. And you want to lay it at the cross. You want to cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. You want to confess it as sin and leave it there and not let that thing take fruition in your life. You want to confess it. You want to confess it because some stuff, some sins, God has to take, we can, as I said, we can try to walk away from them all we want to. But when that thing got hold of us the right way, you know what? Oh, uh, guess one of them. Lord, you said that you was going to give me a new heart, that if I abided in you and you abided in me, that, that you would make me fruitful because you designed me to pr- pr- produce good fruit. And so look at, look at this mess. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm playing with it tonight. I'm, I'm taking my time and being really playing with it. Look at this mess that I got. I need you to help me with this. We got to get rid of this stuff because this is not of you. This is not walking in the spirit. I am not fulfilling the, 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 my purpose in life. I am 
not being the person that you call me to be. We got some work to do. There's some cleaning to do. Cleanse me. Touch me within that I might be clean. Search and research my heart. And if there's anything in this that's not of you, I'm asking that you take it out. I don't want to be deceiving myself. You said the Holy Spirit would lead me into all truth, and here is the truth that he has exposed to me. I'm messed up. It's as simple as that. You know, you know all of them, Father, I stand on bended knee and all the flowery prayers. No, look, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Oh, that's it right there. It says, then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. So I, I'm not supposed to look down my nose at somebody and say, ooh, I'm better than him. Or look at that. Because, you know, I'm deceiving myself if I think I'm better than somebody else. Oh, no. Mm-mm, not in the eyes of God. I'm, 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 as they say, I, 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 I'm caught up in my own mind. And I'm glorifying myself with my flesh. Now, I don't want to stop there, but I got to. I got to. I got to stop. Um, actually, I got three more minutes. But let me just deal with this. Each one should carry his own load. Let me just deal with that part real quick, and then I'll stop. When we have the ability, when, and God equips us and gives us ability to, as they say, shoulder up and carry what he gives us, we need to carry it. And we're not just, we're talking about being responsible for ourselves as Christians being responsible in the spirit to take care of the things that we need to take care of. We're not, we're, we're, this, this, this thing about, you know, I can't, I can't, I, I need you to pray for me. I can't understand this Bible. No, come on now. We have more tools and equipment and opportunities to understand God's word than our forefathers. Most of them, all they had was a King James Bible. And many of them weren't nearly as educated as you and I are. But yet, God would minister to them because they would get in that book and read it the best they could. And all that they couldn't read, God would reveal to them. He would bring people along that would help them that would illustrate to them because they were searching his word diligently. They were searching hard after them. They were seeking him with all diligence. And that's what we have to do. See, and, and we are responsible for our own spiritual health. Go back. Go back again. Okay. If we're not overtaken in a fault, if we're not limping along, we are at a point where we can do and we must do. I'm going to stop right there. I'll pick up next week. But do you see what you're free to do? You're free to serve one another. You're free to share with one another. That's what freedom gets you. Freedom makes you fruitful, and the fruit is not for you, but instead the fruit is to be shared. Mm-hmm. 
I'll continue on the line of sharing next week, but I'm going to stop right here now. So we're at, um, let's see, we're at verse verse 5. And, I, and remember last week I was thinking we would finish the whole thing? Not hardly, because this is summarizing everything that, that this, this is the instruction part of the book. He's finished his arguments. Now he's instructing them in life. Uh, so if you've got a question, start putting the question up on the screen as we get ready to close in prayer. Uh, again, those of you who are on Blog Talk Radio, 929-477-2304, 929-477-2304. Eternal God, our Father, it's in Jesus' name that we come to say thank you. We bless you and we praise you for leading us into your word. Father, tonight you've shown us that we are free to be fruitful and that in our fruitfulness we are to share with one another. Father, we are to share when we see a brother who is walking away from the fruitful and abundant life that you give, who've been tricked, who've been deceived, who has made, who perhaps made decisions um, based upon faulty information, person who is getting ready to go or already caught up in the sin. Father, that we are to come to that brother, that sister, and restore them with power and with love in a gentle, meek, and humble manner. We thank you that you taught us this tonight. Now, Father, as we have opportunity to, to walk in your word, Father, don't let us go out there just doing stuff because we think we can do it or should do it, but lead us by your spirit because where your spirit is, you, we, we know that there's safety and we know that you, you put us there and we know that we're accomplishing your will and your purpose. So, God, don't let us be self-willed now that we know what we're supposed to do in this area. Don't let us... Don't let us go out there just, as they say, on our own power, our flesh. But instead, Father, make us available to your spirit for him to lead us and guide us into the places and things that you've powered us to do. God, how we bless you for your word and we praise you for your word. And we thank you for your word. We thank you for dwelling with us tonight. We thank you for speaking to our hearts tonight. We bless you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I don't see any questions. Uh, there's no call-ins. Um, one more time, 929-477-2304. 929-477-2304. Um, we'll pick up at verse 6 next week. Uh, and, and until then, be blessed. Keep up with God's spirit. Have a wonderful evening. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.